Hey buds, today, I scream, you scream, we all scream, because Curtis and I finally got the same fucking strain for once. We cover news stories ranging from Whole Foods allegedly tossing the salad, to Elon Musk thinking CBD is fake? <gasps> and an interview with cannabis sommelier Tamara Lillian of Canna Lily Consulting. All of this and more, today, on the Good Buds Podcast. Let's them eat cake. Just like Marie Antoinette, like Oh, sorry. Uh, welcome to the Good Buds Podcast, the show where good buds smoke good buds and talk about them. I'm Curtis. I'm Shank. And this is episode 28, airing Monday, March 15th, 2021, on Spotify, YouTube, Anchor, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, and many more. Thanks for joining us. Before we start, I'd like to thank Lumenspot and My High Shop for sponsoring this episode. Check out the links down below in the description. And we'll get to more about that later. And we also have another very special shout out for today. We have Inline Vape, a new vape shop that is opening up locally to uh, where I'm around. But if you want to check them out and you're nearby in the area, they're in New Haven, Michigan. And you can find them at 37415 26 Mile Road in New Haven, Michigan. Check them out and let them know that the Good Buds sent you. Absolutely. Support those local businesses, eh? Absolutely. That's right. So, Curtis, how are you doing today? Man, I am doing fantastic. Uh, I mean, obviously, we just got a, another person that we got to shout out, and I got a new vape shop to be going checking out. No, it's magnificent. Nice and have cool. places nearby. But I also got my bong nice and cleaned out, and I got some fantastic strains lined up for the next couple weeks. Yeah. Hey, dank! gonna be yeah it's gonna be a really awesome couple of episodes coming up at least oh yeah well, shank, every, epi- every episode coming up is gonna be great Ooh, like absolutely they always are but shane how are you today i am fantastic today man i've had a beautiful day you know i did some running around earlier in the day it was nice when i was out it's snowing now so thank you canada weather oh, it was i appreciate a- you i don't know if it's global warming or 2021's just like look we'll take it easy on you this year but it was fantastic tonight it was like 55 degrees fahrenheit out today <laughs> Nice, but yeah, it's supposed to be nice tomorrow too, like that. It's supposed to be a lot warmer tomorrow. It was it was decently warm today too. It's just it's a and it was even raining earlier for a little while, but then it started snowing again. So, uh, but overall, the weather did not change my disposition whatsoever. I had a fantastic day, um, and I always do some love love doing some running around, grabbing some new strains for the podcast for us to uh, enjoy with these wonderful folks out there. Um, oh yes, yeah, man, yeah. And but uh, before we get into the nitty gritty, you know as well as the people listening to the podcast know. Um, this is the point in the show where I pause for a moment and remind you that I would love for you to check us out our Facebook, check out our Facebook, Instagram, and our Twitter for some great behind the scenes stuff and really funny content that we post very regularly. You can also jump on our discord for some really great conversation where we check in there daily. It's a bit of a ghost town right now, but only you guys listening, you buds out there can help us change that by jumping into the discord, fire some memes off. I would love to see them. Links down below in the description. Check them out. Absolutely. Our Discord's pretty open, so you can fire off some memes. You can fire us some memes over at Facebook, share us and stuff wherever you're at. But if you want to help out the show uh, financially, you know, if you want to donate a little here and there, you can check out our Patreon page and go there. We have several tiers that you can choose from, including behind-the-scenes content exclusive for Patreon and the ability to listen in on the show live. Again, links will be down below in the description. And if you join us, you can join our other awesome patrons that we have, such as. Isaac. 
That's right. Still our number one patron right now. Our number um, one good bud, but we yeah, will always one good bud. <laughs> you don't have you can enjoy, you can donate if you want, but we're not asking, we're not begging. Yeah, no. Just give if us a like, like or a yeah. subscribe if you can. Yeah, like, subscribe, and follow. Like, honestly, That's those things free. are those things are free, and honestly, they make me feel just as great. You know, like, it's good to know that you guys are out there trying to reach out to us, because we want to reach out to you guys, and, like, we love this back-and-forth conversation with our audience. So, I think, uh, you know, that said, we should jump into the reviews, eh? I agree to that. That's the most Canadian thing I've said today. Good bud review, good bud. So, Curtis... You, forget, you, you forgot your 14 morning... Uh, sorry to your moose. Oh, that's true. I had to say, I had to say, well, no, I only had to say sorry 13 times for my moose this morning. Cause I picked oh, right, him up it's a double, the Sabbath. Double. Yeah, I picked him up a double-double. Um, it's the, it's the, uh, it's the Abeth, um, Black Sabbath. Oh, they don't sing that kind of music. But anyway, so Curtis, anyway, what are you burning today? Well, Shank, today I am burning on some ice cream cake. Oh, that sounds vaguely familiar. Oh, really? I... Well, the strains I've smoked with it may be familiar. It's a crossbreed of wedding cake and gelato, nice. and it makes a very nice indica strain hmm. that we have for us today. Beauty. Now, the strain specifically that I have today was grown by Duber's Metro. Always love Duber's. them. And the nugs themselves are a nice medium to or average size nug. Uh, it's got this beautiful shimmering coat of crystals on it, like first things first. Definitely makes it look like ice cream. Yeah. Sparkly little crystals everywhere. It's got Pretty ice nice. in the name. It better have crystal on it. <laughs> I would hope so. Now, mine specifically has some orange hairs on it that kind of like dot the surface. Kind of like sprinkles or jimmies or whatever the fuck you want to call them, depending on where you're at. Um, I don't... The outside of it is kind of like a lighter outer color. Kind of like a lighter, or lighter green with a darker green on the inside, kind of like a jade, but not exactly. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. It's pretty, pretty good outside. In terms of the scent, oh fuck. Okay. Oh yeah. Okay. Um. So it's a very grassy, almost fern kind of scent to it, Fernally. and it has yeah a very it's a ferny scent, and it has like this cheesy back tone to it also. Kind of, it has some kind of berry scent to it, like some kind like mulberry or something, but for the most part, ferny, cheesy, little fruity, little citrusy, but it's a well-rounded palate all in all. Nice. And I cannot wait to taste this strain because it, it just sounds fantastic, don't you think? Yeah, that sounds amazing, man. Sounds beautiful. Uh, yeah. Like, frankly, it's it's one of those, like, yeah, it's, it sounds like it's one of those strains, and by the smell of it, you think it's probably going to taste pretty awesome. I would hope so. But yeah, I, wish Shank, I, could have, you... I wish I could try some. Yeah. So, Shank, why don't you let the folks know what it is you are smoking on today? Uh, today, I will be smoking ice cream cake. Wait, wait what? Wait, what? <laughs> yeah, buddy. I got the same. We finally got the same strain, buds. Everybody out there listening, I know it's kind of a trope that we usually have different strains, and we have smoked the same strains on different episodes. You know, yeah, like Curtis has time... kind of been like, hey, I'm revisiting the strain that was done, you know? But this is the first time where both of us have the same exact strain. Same strain, but I mean, there different are growers. some, yeah, there are different growers. Mine is grown by Edison, his is Duber's, mine is grown by Edison Cannabis Co. Um, on their labeling, they actually call it ICC. Um, we all know what it is. They say what it is. They tell you straight up, it's ice cream cake. Um, it's just like his, uh, gelato and um, wedding cake crossbreed. They made a baby and it was this beautiful strain. Um, 
And uh, it's a very similar, Curtis. I'm just going to copy your homework and tell right. the teacher. Go that, right ahead. You know, I copied off just, you initially anyway. Yeah, I'll change enough words to make it, you know. So uh, so basically, uh, like Curtis was saying, medium to average size nugs. They are still good looking. They're like, you know what? tiny they're not what i'd call rabbit rabbit pellets or anything and they're not you know they're not huge monster nugs like i had on uh on last week's episode with the dartmouth kush go check um, them out go check that out um it was a fantastic episode and it's a fantastic strain um but it's um like there there's so much crystal on it that it does give it a nice shimmering crystal coating um and uh it it just makes it uh, you can see where the ice in the name comes from like you were saying with your strain same with my strain it gives it that very icy look which is fantastic um <laughs> um curtis is dancing in his shorts right now in case you i am not it. yeah he is i'm not editing this out either uh but anyway it's got uh, beautiful red hairs that dot the uh the outside of this these nugs they're gorgeous like they have the, like yours is kind of more orangish you said mine is uh, more of a red tone, like it has like a reddish orange uh, tone to it. It's very nice. It adds a good t contrast to the mix. Like you said, like dots or like you know sprinkles or something, sparkles, whatever the fuck you like to put on your ice cream. Um, and it has like that nice dark forest green almost in the middle with like a jade kind of look. Like it's a nice light and light. Those are nug. the colors I was looking for. Yeah, yeah, and they're they're really like very beautiful looking nug. Personally, I mean it's a it's a great looking strain. Now the smell, man. Ooh, hoo, 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 buddy, that's that's okay. I get tart cheese on the front, like on the very mm. front of it. I get a very tart, like the cheese stands out to me more than anything, which is strange. Um, I expected, like you, you said, it's grassy. I do get a bit of a grassy flavor, like grassy scent on the front end, but it's not nearly as powerful as that cheese power. Like the cheese is very overpowering, very overwhelming, awesome smell. Right. Um, and uh, it's not as sweet as I expected as strain named cake you know to smell i expected it to be a lot sweeter and have more of a confectionery kind of like scent to it like the gelato mm. the original gelato has that kind of confectionery sugar kind of smell i mean with cake or with ice cream you're expecting some kind of sugar exactly right so i expected a very sweet scent but i didn't really get that sweet scent like off the get-go it's still nice but it's not as sweet as i expected um it's still it's it's a nice, beautiful, well-rounded scent. It's something that somebody who's experienced with cannabis would probably really enjoy it. Somebody who's not a huge cannabis, like Pothead off the front, would probably smell this and not necessarily enjoy the scent as much as I do, which I really, really do. Um, right. But uh, but it's not cake. It is I mean, not it, cake. That cake is not, a lie. <laughs> this cake is a lie. But I mean, it's still... But Edison, I've, I've had them before in the past. They are, have been a great brand in the past. They've been very consistent. So I'm really looking forward to tasting this and trying it out. Before we do that, though, you know, we got to remind people, check out our Instagram, check out our Facebook, check out our social medias. We have links down below in the descriptions for you guys. We post lots of pictures, behind the scenes content, really cool stuff. You'll love it. Just go check it out. Exactly. Thanks. You can also check out our YouTube video. And, you know, as we're talking about the nugs, they will literally be appearing behind us. So yeah, you can behind... see them for yourself and you don't have to do any of the extra work. If you Chris... wanted to, though, we'd really appreciate it. Curtis does make extra work videos. For you. He does, yeah. Like, well, that's uh, not even we. I mean, honestly, I'm gonna give full credit to this because uh, I do the ed edits on the audio and stuff like that, and a lot of the. But Curtis is our video guy, and he puts like the, every week they're fucking funnier and better and better and better. And if you're not subscribed already, trust me, you're gonna want to go to our YouTube link below, subscribe. You don't want to miss this. Like you don't. They're, they're pretty great. <laughs> and if you want to check me out while I'm, you know, editing the videos or in the process, you can check out my personal Instagram over at Good Buds Curtis. 
Mm-hmm. I post a couple videos there while I'm also smoking on some bongs. Big old bong hoots. And uh, you can check me over out at uh, Good Buds Shank because I post, you know, joint, I roll joints every now and then, do funny videos, that kind of crap. Like, you, you go there, give me a follow, give Curtis a follow, and check out our main Instagram, which is at Good Buds Podcast, where we share all of our behind-the-scenes content. Like, it's all there. Like, we and have pictures of the nugs. nugs. Pictures of the nugs. We have pictures of, like, you know, just Curtis producing stuff and that kind of... It's really cool. Like, it's... You'll and love it, it there. keeps you updated with other stuff we got going on, such as yeah. possible giveaways in the future. Wink, yeah. wink. Nudge, yeah. nudge. Who knows? We and, see. Okay. And as they say, please do at us. <laughs> at us. Yeah, come at us. us. Yeah, come at us. Not in a negative way, though, please. Or in the sexual way. Either way, no, though. Curtis is, Curtis is game. But, uh... <laughs> I'll ball and told him. Yeah, bitch. <laughs> um, so anyway, I have right, a cool. bong packed right here, Shank. I have one packed right here, my brother. And I think you all know what time it is. Grab your lighters. Let us blaze it. Tokeskaboke. Mmm. Curtis, how's that tasting for you today, man? Oh, ooh, okay. So it's very warm, soothing, smooth, and relaxing, basically. It's a very fresh and floral hit, and it pushes, okay, it pushes to a very strong, cheesy accent. Like, <laughs> yeah. I just ate a mozzarella stick or something without any of the breadcrumbs. It still tastes good, but fuck. <clears throat> God, There's I need nice some garlic melted. or some oregano in there. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Uh, Give, me, definitely... give a man some marinara sauce. Legalize marinara. Legalize marinara. <laughs> it definitely stays in the back of the throat and lingers for a little bit, which is very nice. Um, the smoke itself, like, exhaled, dissipates pretty quickly, though. So I don't know what's sticking to the back of my throat, but it's it's there for a little bit. But It's Ooh, hanging out. Shank, Shank, how did that taste for you, though? Well, for me, man, honestly, it was a very mellow and sweet hit. Um, it was still very warm like you said it was warm but not hot like it didn't give me like a burning kind of hot sensation just a nice comfortable like more of an embrace yeah like a comfortable kind of like a like a heating blanket turned on medium when it's like a little bit chilly and you got it wrapped around you in just the right way you know like very comfortable um <laughs> and um it had um the cheese flavor was subdued more it was very subtle compared to the smell i expected to have much stronger cheese flavor but it was more subdued um, it had hints of berry and grass that actually came to the front of the flavor, which was really interesting. Um, and when I, I found when I exhaled, it left a very nice aftertaste that did linger on my tongue and in the back of my throat as well. So I have an aftertaste. It's still there even now as I talk to you, and I haven't taken another hoot since, you know, you, you like since our initial hit. And I still have that nice feeling and the flavor in the back of my throat, and not in a bad way. Not in a, like, oh, my throat feels sticky after that toke or anything, but... Just in the way that when I breathe in, I still get that flavor slash scent mixture that's very nice. Right. Very nice. And, like, yeah, man, I I love it so far. Um, tastes really, really great. Um, but, you know, I, w- I want to smoke more of it, but we can't do that yet. Because we need because... to know how other people feel. Exactly. Right. Exactly. So in order to know that, we need to first let you guys know that these are the online opinions of other stoners who are online, and we are other stoners online giving our opinions to the online. Opinion. That is correct. Now, since we're both smoking the same strain, the opinions is going to be 
a little bit differently, but yeah, a little different same basic concept. Mm-hmm. So ice cream cake generally has a relaxed, sleeping, and kind of a euphoric body high uh, effect to it. Yeah, it's uh, noted to be good for anxiety. It's also very good for stress and for helping with insomnia. Excellent all around. It does report a couple cases of dry mouth, which pretty apparent, but as seasoned stoners, we always got beverages and snacks and other shit nearby. That's right. That's right. Always be prepared. And uh, another thing to be prepared for potentially is the dry eyes that people say kind of goes along with this strain. Um, people say that it tends to make them a little bit, uh, a little bit uh, dry in the eye, but we blink so much. <laughs> we blink so much that we couldn't even animate it, which is why we don't have faces on the YouTube yeah. video. Actually, actually, right now, if you're watching the anima- the animated YouTube video, um, our characters do have eyes and they are blinking. It's just so fast that you literally cannot see the frame like of it so it just looks like it cannot be picked up by the naked eye yeah i can't even even if you slow the video down it's not even like the frames aren't even big like it's not it's small enough it fits between the frames that's how fast our blinks are it's crazy it's crazy subsonic blinks subsonic blinks but anyway yeah like i mean you'd have to catch it on like one of those slow-mo guys hey slow-mo guys hit us up for youtube someday we'll see you (laughs) regardless as we say we're always prepared here for seasoned stoners and that is what people are saying about the ice cream cake it's true, and another thing to note just before we do hop into anything, the, another people are thing I've noted people saying online is that this is a bit of a drowsy weed. Like, it's a bit of a, like, take it before you go to bed kind of strain. Um, right. Obviously, Curtis and I are seasoned stoners, so the way that this responds to us and the way that it reacts for us may be different than it will react for you. Like, we'll probably make it through this podcast piece of cake, but we also have caffeinated beverages nearby because that falls into, you know, what Curtis said yeah. before. Just be prepared. Fucking have your shit ready, right? So, like, we we have caffeine here, and if you're going to smoke this strain, just be warned that it does say it's a fairly drowsy, good-for-bedtime strain. So, like, we'll probably be fine, but if you're new to this, use caution. <laughs> and with all of that being said, and speaking of being prepared, Shank, I have a joint rolled right here. I have one rolled right here, my friend. And I think all of you know what time it is. It is 420 mm-hmm. somewhere. So grab your joints, grab your blunts, grab your bongs, grab your pipes, grab your vapes, grab your edibles, but don't light them on fire because they're already baked. Speaking of getting baked, get baked yourself. Also check us out on Facebook, Instagram, uh, Twitter. It doesn't matter. Anywhere you enjoy stuff, it is time. Let us blaze it, buds. I love that, man. I love it so much. <laughs> all right, let's do it. Blaze it up, buds. Blaze it. Nice, nice, nice. Yeah, no, I agree. That's Clean nice. Roll. Perfectly. You know, this, this tastes good, but I'm not going to lie. I kind of like the flavor profile through the bong a little bit better. I'm going to have to agree with you there. It's getting a lot less of the cheese flavor. Mm. And it's... Yeah, it's more grassy. The grass. Yes, I'm getting a lot more of the... Not bad grassy. Like, no, 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 floral. no, no. Floral. I agree. Yeah, floral. like floral. Floral is a better word for it. It's like a not, per, a not in a perfumey way. But in, like, right. those edible those edible flowers that you can get, I don't know if anybody out there, if you've never had edible flowers. Yeah, like gotta, hemlock. Yeah. <laughs> Word. Um, so, Curtis, what do you that fancy that French stuff, uh, poison ave? Poison ave? Yeah, no, Curtis, what are you burning out of today, man? I'm not going to recommend. Okay, by the way, 
Anybody at home listening to the podcast right now, the Good Buds Podcast does not in any way endorse eating, smoking, ingesting, or doing anything with poison ivy, aside from leaving it the fuck alone in the woods. Also, we do not recommend doing anything with hemlock unless you are a fucking chemist. If you do anything with any of these compounds or anything other chemicals that we mentioned on the podcast, we are in no way liable, and you are a goddamn fucking idiot. Thank you. This has been the PSA for today. Anyway, sorry. What are you smoking out of today, Curtis? <laughs> hey, I am smoking out of a raw cone. A pre-rolled raw cone. Just raw, straight to nature, beautiful, excellent scent. Mm. Honestly, raw. I probably could have gone with something a little sweeter because I was expecting a little bit sweeter strain, but... You're raw dogging it. Not it. Perfectly fine with this. No, it's good. raw nice, dog and it's good, man. I love raw. Raw papers yeah. are called raw papers for a reason because when you smoke them, the paper has very little flavor, so you're really just kind of like tasting the weed, and it's great branding. Yeah. And they're usually Absolutely. unbleached hemp too, right? So, oh yeah, it's unbleached. It's fucking made in America. I love them. They're very nice. I love the paper brand. Hundred percent. I mean, I already know the answer, but Shank, what are you smoking out of today? OCB, please sponsor me. I'm so, OCBs as always, man. Seriously, yes. I'm always like I, I love them. Great brand, great always. brand. No, but yeah, like uh, they're yeah. Just rolled up the OCBs, man. Today, it's, and honestly, like I like to do them for the podcast. Like every time, like kind of consider. Like I like I like that you mix it up because it shows people that you know the 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 flavor profile can change with different papers and stuff. But like every time for the podcast, man. Not to mention we don't get flavored papers here in Canada because, or at least not in yeah. Nova Scotia. For, I've mentioned it before on the podcast in an old episode. You can go back and rewatch if you want to know the reason. But yeah, just the OCBs, man. Like burning them, having a good time. Very nice, very mm. nice. Yeah, man. So like, it's this is good strain. I'm so glad that we finally, for once, both have. It's like we're like, it's almost like we're closer together. Like we're like in the same room, exactly. just burning, burning. Like we both wait. You came back with the sack Fucking weed. Twenty eight episodes in, and we finally get to smoke the same strain and review the same strain. I know, man. And, we're almost I mean, at the big thirty. Slightly, it's slightly different for us, but it's slightly same, same, same too. Yeah, there are minor differences, but you can tell it's the same strain. Like, right. and this is, and this is good. This is good proof for you buds out there listening, because it's the fact that me and Curtis got these from two separate companies that produce them, two in two growers. separate growers in two separate countries. That like, are two and, and, separate and his time is, zones and his away. Is, and his is, and his is a private, smaller grow. His is like not a corporate yep. grow. And mine came from, it admittedly is a corporate grow, and like, but they are the same strain, and the fact that they're the same strain, the, they are so similar, like, through all of the things that we described before, like, obviously we used our own words, but if you break it down, ultimately we said the same fucking thing, like, pretty much about these strains, and the flavor's the same profile, it's really cool. Exactly. I'm fucking, yeah. Ooh, okay, you're getting. A, I get a lot thicker. I don't know about you, but I'm getting a lot thicker smoke burning off the joint. For sure. Like, yeah, it's, it's way thicker than the bong. And it's definitely fucking lingering around for a little bit longer because it's now getting in my face and everything. Also, something yeah, no, that we I don't agree. usually notice, but or we don't usually note on the podcast, the amount of oiling and resonation from this weed is really nice too. For me, mm-hmm. I've smoked this joint down about a halfway, and it's only like a little bit resonated down below it. So. Really, whole not a whole lot of like tar and stuff like that burning off of it. Yeah, it's, it seems see... really. What is it? Does uh, as Hank Hill says, clean burning propane. Yeah. <laughs> clean Something else we don't really cream. mention: the ash is burning white. 
Dash burns a nice chalky I, white for me. No, I agree. Mine as well. Mine as well. Um, like honestly, but I find that with a lot of the like that's the thing is with the corporate strains that I grow. Like it's and especially it's, it shows consistency and like care for right. the product is making sure you know. So like it's like if they take care of it and they grow it properly and they like cure it properly and they, you know, like it's, it's not gonna. It's gonna look. Now, I'm not a hundred percent sure, but I used to hear that like, oh, if it smokes black or if it smokes uh, some, you know, if the ash is like darker or something, then it's made with chemicals or something. Well, I'm essentially, like, the breakdown, the breakdown. Hypothetically, of the they all have chemicals. Yeah, but really. the truth, the truth of the matter is, the truth is the matter is that the reason why the ash is black is because there's a higher carbon content. Right. Like so, so it's one of those things where if there's a higher carbon content, it could mean any number of things. It could mean it wasn't cured properly. It could mean there was mold throughout the weed. It could mean that there was can't. Could mean but essentially, more... it doesn't yeah. mean anything good usually. Like, but if you know, but like, it's not anything bad. Like, if you're in down, uh, right. people out there listening right now, if you're smoking weed, the weed looks fine, tastes fine, burns fine, and you feel okay when you smoke it. And you've like yeah. making sure to be careful about it because right. all things in moderation. If your ash is a little bit dark, don't panic. Don't like jump you can jump in the comments and be like oh my god my ash is dark i would love to hear your comments please comment down below <laughs> but like but you don't need to and you don't need to panic right like and if you do comment down below you could be like hey curtis i really like your face or something you know like just that kind of thing but uh like it's uh and so w don't panic if it is a little bit dark but the lighter like if your ash is more white it just means that there's less carbon in the tip like it's like it's like it's just more burnt off carbon went in the air. So, um, I, like a strain that it it essentially means the weed's more efficient when you're burning it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Exactly. So, yeah. either way, this weed. Mm. I mean, if that's the case, all weed's efficient. I know all weed is efficient, <laughs> and we must burn it to keep up with the production. <laughs> Speaking of efficiency, fucking. Uh... <laughs> Well, I don't know really how it deals with efficiency, but you you, you want to see something funny? Here, I'm uh, sending you a video right now. Oh, hold on, man. Let me let me pull it up real quick here. Just uh, bear with me one moment here. I'm just going to uh, okay, click this. And I'm going to go to Whatever. down here and click this. And then I'm going to go to here and click this. And I'm going to do that. And okay. Oh, okay. So... <laughs> Oh, whoa! So this whoa. happened a couple days ago. Dude, okay, okay, hold up. <laughs> this is a Bed Bath & Body Works that fucking just... Everything went kind of to shit there for a little bit. Yeah, it looks like it right now. That is not social distancing. Oh, absolutely not. Fucking, that's straight up rolling. No, that but, is not no, social... It's... Okay, hold on. Let's, I want to see where this goes. Why is that... Why are they... Like, oh, okay... What is the hair pulling? What is with the hair pulling? I get it. It's a tactic. You don't get a tactical advantage when both of you grab each other's ha hair with both hands. There is no tactical those... advantage. Okay. So those on our uh, fucking audio only, you can see the video link is in the description below. It's literally a fight happening at a Bed Bath and Body Works in Scottsdale, Arizona. Yeah, it essentially and start, it is, it, apparently it's, it's, yeah. it's yeah, it started with fucking uh, apparently some lady uh, cut a lot or cut in line. It starts yeah, it with like a woman, in a, a fucking... woman in a white and black dress. Yeah. Yeah. And it's I I don't know who the second assault is. It looked like an employee. It was an, it looked like an employee of the store took a no, swing at her first. She... Like No, 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 no. I mean that's what go got back. let me go back. That's what got filmed on camera. But the first oh, thing yeah, you no, see so, is yeah. just Okay, so the first thing we see is just a bag hit the ground and a fucking thing gets thrown across the room. <laughs> and then yeah, the like, camera just like turns. So yeah, and then the camera 
some uh, well it's bath and body works of course yeah and then lady just gets fucking tackled to the ground basically by yeah so yeah you pans the camera pans over the camera pans over and we see we see an employee attempting to push the woman in the white and black dress away from her and then the woman in the white and black dress gives the woman the employee um a solid hit and then the the employee who clearly like has you know some training of some variety grabs a hold of the lady and the takedown occurs as Curtis says, which is a double takedown, I guess, because another employee comes along and takes both of them down, I guess. Yeah, right, this is... but they were going down eventually, no matter what. But that is not social distancing. A... Now there's just people grabbing and yanking. This lady is oh, barely iPhone dressed. down. iPhone down. IPhone oh, the person down. filming. The person filming just got a free iPhone. Oh, yeah. And they're still pulling. They're still yanking. Okay, that that this the male employees are. Whoa, whoa! Please don't let her talk them off. Get please up. don't. Get up. Yeah, get out, get out, get out now. That's fucking right. And how just that one pointing? Now the reason I liked this video, we can end it right there because it's pretty much just yelling and screaming after that. Um. Oh, Jiminy! What I like the what I like the most about this video is yeah. it reminds me a lot of that uh, Best Buy clip from a, either a year or two years ago. The fucking thief who was at Best Buy trying to steal something, running out. And the Best Buy employee literally fucking full-on body slams oh, him yeah, into the him, uh, scanner. The sp- yeah, I remember that. I remember and that. straight fucking just like takes that's... the guy out. And then uh, from, uh, shit, what can I think of name? Guy from fucking UFC fucking wanted to give her a job. Yeah, yeah. No, I remember that. And yeah, just the full-on tackle. 100% yeah, 100% legit about it. But that one, so, like, my favorite part, I think, of that one was when... Because the two were grappling. The two initial ones were grappling, right? The taller blonde one and yeah. the shorter one in the black and white dress were, like, kind of grappling in very close quarters, right? And the little one took a swing at the one who was the other... The employee who was holding her. She, like, swung right. at her, right? And this other one... This other employee was like, Oh, hell no! Nah. And ran in and grabbed the one in the white and black dress, but she had such a little friggin' like lobster like grip on the other employee that this woman was strong enough to pick both of them off their feet and take them down. Like two people. Now, granted, they were probably a a bit off balance already, but I mean. In all fairness, even through a mask, when you spend all day sniffing strawberry, kiwi, and lavender fucking soaps, I'm pretty sure you go a little insane in the middle. No, you'd be fucking rejuvenated, man. Fucking rejuvenated. No goddamn rejuvenated ready to go i'm that's pretty the sure they sell cbd there now that's the, that's that's the result of rejuvenating body wash this is a great ad that we should be like we should be like bed bath and get bodied works well, rejuvenating remember body wash. well remember how much twisted tea surged after the last beat down it's true the last true. viral beat down now I if only say. one of them now if only one of them had clobbered her with a bar of soap from a specific brand that was identifiable from a video perspective you know i mean I mean, if that was the case, it would be Bed Bath and Bucket Works. But they well, would, yeah. pro- but no, they I mean, would probably have to, like, say it take, was like a specific well, the, item and smack. No, the news. It. Yeah, the news afterwards would probably be like she was smacked over the head with a poppy seed infused aloe vera soap. I know, right? From Bed Bath and Body Works, like fucking yes, that'd be Guess so great. Those would be the new death weapon. I know, right? Everybody would be making memes about it. It would sell off. It would be off the shelves, sold like all like crazy, man. That'd be like marketing publicity. But the, those employees dropped the ball. Not Absolutely. only did they drop, not not only did they drop that little lady, they also dropped the right. ball. They and, need to and, learn proper and, marketing. I know. And again, I I like thank you for most of the people in that video who are wearing their masks. Yes. Thank you. 
The people who were all crankers, do you know what they weren't wearing? Their masks. Yeah. Yeah, and a lot of people also, I saw a lot of people walking People's around with a mask needs... underneath their nose. It goes over your nose, people. It's been, like, over a year now. You can potty train toddlers faster than that. Like, just, it goes over your nose. Yeah. <laughs> if and there, but... Quick little thing, but... Yeah. Wear your mask, quit fighting, and <laughs> Bed Bath & Body Works. Next Bath time, works. take better, ma uh, better marketing Hit them with a the product. Thing. Yeah. Exactly. Hit them with a the product. Speaking of which, let us run into a quick advertisement, shall we? Do you like fashionable and unique clothing? Do you like things that shine super bright when exposed to light? Do you like discounts? Do you like advertisements that ask, do you like, over and over, knowing there is no direct way for you to answer back? If you answered yes to all of these questions, or even just the first three, check out lumenspot.com for some lit clothing and accessories, and use the code GOODBUDSPODCAST at the checkout for 50% off and free shipping. Thank you Lumenspot for sponsoring us, and thank all of you for listening. Check it out today with the link below in the description. <laughs> love you, Lumen Spot, as always. They're such an awesome brand, man. Their clothes are lit. <laughs> I love that pun. Uh, but yeah, man, that, that's, that's fantastic. So, I mean, obviously, um, you know, like, it's been... The strain is working out great for us, you know, obviously, uh, now that that ad's been taken care of. I think it... Uh, da, 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 maybe well, you, you sound high, so I think I'll do fuck. this. I, think, yeah, I know exactly what to something. do. You know what I'm talking about. Do the thing yep, with the thing. I know. <laughs> I, it's time for some weed news worldwide. Very nice, very nice. And in our first little bit of weed news today, uh, instead of doing our traditional uh, way of doing the news, we're just going to run you through a quick little thing at the beginning before we get to some actual stories. Yeah. So... Essentially, Leafly has compiled a list together, and they have always been keeping watch, and you can always check them out with the links below. Mm -hmm. And they've been keeping track of the states that could possibly legalize cannabis next in 2021. Oh, nice. As we've mentioned before, uh, Virginia will become the 16th state to legalize adult cannabis, or cannabis for adult use, even though it won't actually take effect till 2024. They officially legalized it. Uh, couple weeks ago yeah now so on the books it's legal but they're gonna have to like they would need wait to wait the until then so that the thing exactly so now who's likely to follow virginia is quite possibly 10 other states that have recreational legalization measures on the table right now uh so there's a couple people who are talking through it but a couple of them are looking very promising even through the negotiations and uh, other aspects that are going on such as coronavirus and how well their state can actually uh, work properly but a quick little list New Mexico New York Connecticut Minnesota Florida Pennsylvania Hawaii and Maryland all have some form of recreational marijuana Either in the works right now in Congress, possibly going to be on a ballot, or if Florida, but if Florida man way. starts smoking weed, then then like if Florida man starts smoking weed, then maybe we'll stop getting Florida man stories. Oh, we'll. If Florida man was too high to leave his house. I think at that point, if marijuana <laughs> becomes so legal that we actually can't get any more good news stories, then we'll just start doing Florida man as a segment. Yeah, Florida. We'll I, figure. We should, yeah, we'll I mean, at that point, it's going to be Florida man high on marijuana. 
I mean, we no, may consider yada, yada, yada. we we may we may consider just doing marijuana related Florida man stories on its own standalone. If you guys want to see that, comment down below and give the like to this wherever you see it because it'll let that'll us know. Let us know. It's popular. Let us know. If you exactly. comment below, so, if even one person below says that, we'll try to make it happen. Thanks, <laughs> lying. Uh, to minimum, fellow friend. So anyway, yeah, you're right. So all these states have some form of way that's figuring out it all just depends on their local governments the local legislator and mm -hmm. what stuff needs to be changed in order to make this happen if you yeah. would like to follow along you can check out leafly as i said links are down below i don't want to go through it all i'm way too high for that shit and we got other stories to go on to but one Thank of the stories yeah i was gonna say one of the stories that i have to touch on today actually touches directly on the legalization bracket which is fantastic because this is all it's a study that was done in newfoundland um that's uh oh, the newfoundland the newfoundland eh um but yeah no it's a um, newfoundland and labrador uh they're um basically interested in figuring out how legalization has affected health and safety and has identified education as the main priority so basically they said that cannabis education shouldn't aim to prevent people from using it they should focus on normalizing it so rather than making it be like be like, oh, you shouldn't do marijuana, you shouldn't do... They should be like, if you're going to do marijuana, treat it like alcohol. You know, treat it like a prescription medication, treat it like it's something that, you Put know... restrictions on it, like, tell yes, people treat it like if something... you don't need it, or if you're not allowed to have it, don't have it, but otherwise, go nuts when you can. Yeah, and so, like, because there's still a big stigma between, like, legaliz like, legalization socially, there's still a bit of a stigma, um, it... Education's really important, but it's been inconsistent across Canada so far, and Newfoundland's aiming to study on the, the impact of that inconsistency, right? Like, for, like, crime in different provinces and everything else and that kind of thing, and, like, you know, so misuse a, and mishandling. So kind of a social aspect study as opposed to an well, actual study of the marijuana itself. But... Well, absolutely, which is, which is interesting because, as a concept, this was already studied and found to be unsuccessful with that stupidly unsuccessful D.A.R.E. campaign. What? Dare, dare to not do drugs. Like, it was a big failure. And basically, they know why it was a failure, because it essentially, when you go, don't do this, it's bad, and you're like, why? They're like, because it'll kill you. And you're like, why? And they're like, just because. And you're like... Because it'll kill like... you. Marijuana can kill you? Well, actually, marijuana well, no. doesn't have... Well, marijuana has never you. killed anybody. You cannot OD off of it. Well, I don't want to get a hangover or anything. You cannot you know? get a hangover off of it. It does but, not cause that. But it's not going to make me want to have sex? It makes sex fantastic. Mm. <laughs> you don't want any of this. No, I think I want some of that. <laughs> All right, just this one time. Come on. In. <laughs> uh, walk hard. The Dewey Cox story. That was fucking like line by line reenactment of that scene, Curtis. That was good. <laughs> Impromptu too. We didn't even plan that. That was like fucking on the spot, folks. But yeah. But anyway, the long story short is that they that now that there's a legal environment, they can actually study it. And they and they this study basically says that we need to shift our focus from normalizing or destigmatizing cannabis use and teaching people how to use it responsibly and safely so rather than being like oh you shouldn't do it just being like hey if you're gonna do it listen to what me and curtis always say know your limits and do everything in moderation don't go always. out and try to don't go out with guys like us 
and be like bong hoot for bong hoot, joint for joint. Just don't do it. Just take a few puffs and chill. See how he treats you. You know, like it's like it's like it's like the first the, it's like the person who goes out when they're 21 and like goes and gets, gets like absolutely so annihilated annihilated because like they just they've never been told about alcohol and they've never been told by anybody out there that you shouldn't just go and smoke a fucking pre-roll a whole pre-roll to yourself that they sell at the nslc if you're if you buy them if you're if you've never smoked and you bought a pre-roll from the nslc you'd light it and think oh i'm gonna smoke this whole thing and you'd probably get fucking really, really baked, almost uncomfortably baked if you have a low tolerance. And so it's one of those things where they don't tell you, just let it, take a few puffs, put it out in your ashtray and let it sit there for a little bit. Let it chill. It's not going to go anywhere. Don't let a squirrel run off with it. You know, like if there's birds around, get your fly swatter. But you know, like it's like, just wait and chill, see how it treats you. And then try a little bit more and try a little bit more. Like as it you know, you know the effect, and yeah, so exactly. until you said. know how well it tastes and stuff like that. Speaking of exactly, which. yeah, he's gonna taste that beautiful ice cream cake, man. I wish I could taste some ice cream cake. I'm gonna really light my joint as soon as he's done taking that bong hit, because essentially, um, I'm done covering this news story as well. If you want to check it out, it is on the growth op and in the links down below in the description. You can read it, but just ultimate important thing is. If anybody talks to you about smoking cannabis, don't just be like, yeah, man, fucking right. It's the coolest thing ever. Just do it. Like, make sure to educate them a little bit, especially if you're a more experienced stoner and you know what you're doing. Tell your friends, take it easy. Don't sure. try to be cool. And it's not cool to green out. That's not. not <laughs> we've all been, It's not that cool. It's pretty cool, but it's not that cool. <laughs> it's pretty cool. cool, but it's not that cool. But we've all been there. We've all greened out yeah. before, but like, and it's okay. It's fine, but don't do it like to your friends who are new to all weed right. because it's going to scare them away. For sure. So, anyway, so our next news story comes to us from the Chicago Sun-Times. You can check the links down below in the description, as always. And what Chicago. we have for you today, Chicago weed giant illegally took pot to Arkansas in a Whole Foods selling containers federal suit claims. Now I'm gonna this have is to pause. alleged. Okay, this allegedly. Is... Now I'm going to have to pause you before you continue. Okay. I'm really high right now. Yeah. So are we talking about a giant made out of weed? Or are no. we talking about a business that's large in the marijuana industry? A large marijuana business, approximately. Okay. I was three, picturing a giant, approximately three billion dollars big. Oh giant. my god! Okay, now so I yeah, that's okay, I'm gonna get. I'm gonna see what I can think of a picture of three million dollars or three million dollars worth of weed, and I'm gonna billion. make a picture or billion dollars worth of weed, and I'm gonna make a weed golem. I'm gonna I'm gonna Photoshop that. I'm gonna post okay, it to so my Instagram. It... <laughs> okay, so it is now a giant that is made out of $3 billion, of $3 billion that can pay for weed. Anyway, so <laughs> this company was sued Monday in a federal court as part oh. of a sweeping racketeering complaint that accuses the company of illegally trafficking marijuana from Illinois to Arkansas. This lawsuit was filed in Colorado and allegedly alleges that a claim complicated conspiracy that included... Harvest Health and Recreation, an Arizona firm that attended to acquire Verano in for $850 million in March of 2019, which Verano Holdings is the company that's worth $3 billion. That's Oof. the company that's being sued. Oof. So, yeah, all this, so all this is weird because it's like, apparently there was this one guy who were, lived in Newport, Arkansas, and he owned Natural State Wellness Enterprises and managed to harvest or and managed by uh, Harvest and Health Recreation. So 
this guy was like growing weed or had some thing to do. So he was an so he's an independent grower, basically that was contracted by that company. Correct. Now, this or sorry, contracted by that giant made of. So the suit hinges on this guy Nielsen, who got arrested last January in Jonesboro, Arkansas, where police raided his home after uncovering twenty eight harvested pot plants in a in his garbage can, (laughs) and they arrested him after cops found two more plants inside the home along with other pot products and paraphernalia. So, (laughs) not my garbage can. This is a pretty long story, so if you want to check the entire thing, again, links (laughs) are down below. I'm going to keep going. (laughs) No! Did they take his lawn tractor? No, I'm getting to it. This is a very long and complicated (laughs) and weird story. Okay, cool. So, Shit, like allegedly this comp or this company. Okay, the giant made out of weed or the contractor. Okay, so the suit claims that Nielsen's home was allegedly grown from clip or that the Nielsen's home were allegedly grown from clippings brought to Arkansas by Michael Frontier, a Verano employee who was indeed indicted in federal court in Chicago in October 2019 for allegedly oh. running an illegal gambling business in an action unrelated to his work. state in... lines? Well, no. He was already indicted for something for illegal gambling businesses. Yeah, no, that other guy was indicted for that. So what they're saying is that the this weed guy that they found in his home were clones. Came... They were clones that came from another state. So basically, they yeah. transferred clones across state lines. Now... Frontier was a member of Verano and was introduced to Nielsen at Harvest's Central Region Cultivation Manager. Oh, man. Uh, Two months later. This is a very long and complicated stuff, and it's all alleging that there was an illegal transport, and essentially the illegal transport was done using Whole Foods salad containers (laughs) in order to get by the fucking borders, is what this whole thing says. Now, the firm itself is saying that these allegations are completely and totally false and absurd. The plaintiff and his lawyer have turned an employment dispute between a former Harvest employee and his employer into a sensationalized and imagined series of events aimed at a company like Verano with a proven track record of compliant operations, which was yep. said by spokesperson Dennis Colton. And that's possible, because if the guy was fired, there is a very distinct possibility right. that he would try to bring litigation against them in some way as retribution for getting fired. Now, he was also... And an easy way uh, to do that would be yeah. to say, hey, yeah, well, one of them brought the clones here from another state and brought exactly. them here to me for me to grow. Right. Instead of him, so, what probably happened was him rearing them and growing them in state. So Dennis Colson continued to say that Verano and its affiliates are proud of their strict compliance with and adherence to state laws and regulations, and any insinuation to the contrary is completely fictional. So they're straight out denying that these allegations, and just based on the story itself, it's pretty sensationalized. Yeah. I'm not entirely sure, so it's hard to I'm tell. just going to... Yeah. Like we said, links are down below. Read the full story and let yep. us know what your opinions are in the comments. Yeah, but and and I'm of the I opinion hate... on this that I don't. I personally, I can't say I I can't say that I fully trust a company ever, but I also can't tr- say that I fully trust a person and an individual ever right. that I've never met. And especially where he's he's an ex employee, you know, like they both have reason to like you know. First of all, the company has reason to do the action, which is to like take the weed yes. they're already growing where they are and just transfer it to another state without actually having to fucking but this, go through the whole growth stage. But 
But they, like, you know, I also can see it as being very possible for an employee to go through the whole growth stage in their state and then say that they got it from a clone from the other state because genetically they're going to be similar because they're grown from the same seeds. It could be either way. They could be genetically similar or it could just be an entire fictional hoax. I don't know, but all I do know is I fucking hate when the media sensationalizes stuff. I know, but speaking of the media sensationalizing stuff, you know how you earlier in the episode said that Elon Musk said CBD is fake? Yeah, I hate myself for doing that. No, I know, it was cool, it was a bit. But I know we exactly know what you're going into. You, knows, you know, I know, the buds at home damn well better know that was a bit, because come on, we don't sensationalize bullshit like that. We just So let's nah. explain that to you right yeah. now. Yeah, we stone-sationalize things. But anyway, so basically what happened was uh, Elon Musk went on Joe Rogan again, which is cool. I love when they talk to each other, because Elon's a fucking machine in a human body trying its damnedest to not be called out as a machine in a human body. And Joe Rogan is like an ape in a human body who's trying his damnedest not to get called out as an ape in a human body. And so, like, so it's like, so getting them together was like, it was magnificent. But I love them, like, I love them both for different reasons, right? Like, but... Like, and I, you know, dislike them both for different reasons. But that that's totally aside from the point, because what happened on the show is they were talking about cannabis, and uh, Joe Rogan was mentioning the fact that he got, was, you know, getting into a company uh, that is, um, I believe, that uh, they're manufacturing CBD beverages. Uh, you can look it up, just type Joe Rogan CBD beverage. It'll probably be the literally first result, uh, but there is a link to this article which you should read in the description anyway but long like digression digressions aside um elon musk um who's usually pretty sure about himself really doesn't know a lot about weed right like he know he's interested in it because as a business it's booming and dudes in any business he can get into and you know and like as he, he i've seen him smoke weed he enjoys it he's a bit weird about it i mean if you've seen the, if you've seen the gifs of or the picture of him looking like he's like dying on the inside while he takes a hit off a blonde you, you've you know yeah. um but what he essentially said um he didn't say that cbd is fake primarily the articles that you'll read about this a lot of them will say in the headline he said cbd is fake no he did not and the wording here is important. This is something that we always talk about on the podcast that, like, you know, and, like, I know personally Curtis yeah. feels as strongly about it as I do, but wording and phrasing, how you say something is more important than what is said. Like, right. you know, like, and specifically, I I mean the wording. I don't mean the tone of voice or the body language because that can be misread. I mean the specific phrasing used. It's not just for riddles, right? So what he right. said was, because they were talking about CBD, and he said that, uh, here, one second, let me get the exact quote. Uh, I know what he said was that, ah, here, um, that he said that he, oh, shit, no, that's the wrong end. One second, I'm good. <laughs> teleprompter, messed up. Yeah, the teleprompter fucking broke again. God damn it. So, okay, right. yes. So it was, it was so essentially what he said was that um that he he's not sure uh, uh, he's not sure about CBD. Um let me see it here. There I finally found it. Okay. He said CBD doesn't do anything, does it? Question. Note that. Right. I think I think that it's fake. 
So that's what Musk said. That's what Elon Musk said. CBD doesn't do anything, does it? I think that it's fake. So now, Curtis, can you you can tell the audience out there? You right. you know you know about this. Now, you can tell the audience why that exact good. phrase is exactly the way it's put. So how he said the first phrase, CBD doesn't do anything, does it? As one whole sentence, that isn't a. I claim that it doesn't do this. I know it doesn't do this or anything like that. That was a man of science who has understood science and reasoning and business and everything else asking a question as a scientific question you know you need the <laughs> does answer does this does this happen does this happen question? it's the same exact thing as why does the apple fall from the tree why hmm. does the black hole engulf all of the universe and leave us with an empty soul of nothing why do i stub my toe every single time i walk into the living room even though <laughs> i know the fucking table's there exactly <laughs> these are all scientific questions that first have to be asked and that's the first part of the scientific method the second part is to give a hypothesis which is your initial opinion on what's happened and you can choose whether or not to continue the experimentation to prove yourself right or wrong listen to others do your own research or do whatever you need to but elon musk simply within those two sentences went from question to hypothesis his hypothesis was i think it's fake and it doesn't do anything yeah essentially now as a scientist what he would do and what he has been doing regularly i'm sure he even since these articles have been popping out he's probably been reading all kinds of information about cbd so that next time he's asked about it he'll be more informed because that's what a scientist does they say i don't know about this thing does it do this and then you go if this is what i think currently but i'm gonna test it and i'm gonna look at it from different angles yeah. The way to he find phrased it, it, it and the way he put it, he was able to put his hypothesis forward, and he was allowing Joe Rogan the yeah. opportunity to give his hypothesis exactly, forward, which was exactly. that it's good for, what did he say, that it was good for people with arthritis? Well, actually, yeah, so basically once Musk, uh, once Musk said um, that he doesn't, you know, he said, I think it's fake, he, you know, well, that's what right. his hypothesis was, that that's what he thought, that's not what he knows, it's what he thinks. And he said, and so Joe Rogan came back and said, uh, CBD works great for people with arthritis and people with sore muscles, stuff like that. Um, CBD definitely works for that. But as far as like psychoactive effects, not much at all. And it kind of helps relieve anxiety for people, right? you know, which, which is true. That's exactly. True. CBD and I'm is not a psychoactive thing. I completely agree with that. It's not psychoactive yeah. and it's not a miracle substance that will yeah. instantly cure every aspect you have. No. But and it's good for the couple of things, and that's why it's one of the good parts of marijuana. Absolutely. I think that a lot, like, one of the things that, uh, the reason why people like Musk think that it's fake is because there are certain people on the internet who wholesale claim that CBD oil alone can cure cancer, or that, like, the I, I remember years ago, uh, somebody showed me, a, a, like, a video about a guy who was giving out oil, like, he was making oil in his house and giving it out to people for free. Now, I don't believe the man should have been arrested, and it's Rick something. I don't believe the man should have been arrested because he was literally just giving it away to his friends, like yeah. even people that he knew to help them with cancer. And and people were claiming that it cured their cancer completely. They went around. But and the like, only, and it's, is, like, and it's like, if it does, cool. If great. your cancer goes away because of some kind of treatments that you're getting, awesome. That is never a bad thing. Cancer is horrible. I am so happy. So happy. But. You can't I mean, say, don't listen to your doctors, just take CBD oil, it's dangerous. It's, it's dangerous. You have to still so, yeah, take it's, 
like Curtis, like when I say said, moderation. Moderation and <laughs> marijuana is good for some things, but it's a cope. It's not a cure. See, the way I think about CBD is like a Flintstones jelly, eh? That's the way I think about CBD, because I'm like, you know, I used to love taking Flintstone jellies because they just were things that I could add to my everyday diet and my everyday routine. Right, that kind and this of is the same helped. thing. It's like a morning, you could literally take a capsule as like part yeah. of your morning vitamins with your B3s or your B12. Well, I know when I had a physical job, a very physical job, I would usually take one in the mornings because when I got out of bed, I would be sore from the day before. So I would take a CBD capsule or CBD oil in the morning. And I know that I would be functional 100% throughout the day, and I would still get some of the like inflammation and everything else relief. So it was it was it was nice, man. And say and frankly, like I said, you described it perfectly. Curtis described it perfectly there. Elon, as a scientist and as a guy who kind of analyzes things, said he does not think it does anything. He th- he thinks it's fake, but you know he doesn't know. He's like right. I don't know. If He's he like, wants to. It? If he wants to, he can invest time and money and research, you know, properly and figure out whether or not it does do anything. Take yeah. it himself, figure it out. Or yeah. he could, you know, work on the spacecraft or the cars and the 100%. other better shit that he's I want to be able to, I want to be able to smoke a blunt on Mars, bro. Like, right. I would love that. Let, but I found let, the other, let other companies deal with CBD and let's just leave Elon Musk to the way better shit that he's yeah making. he can he can make the smaller like sleeker version of the cyber truck you know the right. cyber sedan um and i'll buy it oh the cyber coupe oh can you imagine a cyber coupe oh. Dude, oh. a but cyber anyway. convertible oh cyber limo is what i'm going to be driving around in someday but um that aside speaking of cyber limos um joe rogan's new beverage that he's making with a company called Killcliff is called the flaming joe it's a spicy jalapeno uh, and pineapple fusion. Oh, that yeah. actually sounds fucking badass. That sounds fucking delicious. It's got 25 milligrams of CBD per 12 ounce can. Um, but uh, but both of them did agree. The one primary the one primary takeaway of it is that they did agree on the final point, which was that they don't like it unregulated. They said, uh, Elon Musk said, that's the thing about anything that's unregulated, right? Like hippies making it. That's always the problem. Musk agreed. Right. Because Joe Rogan has initially said hippies making it, it's dangerous, right? Exactly. Um, Since so THC he, has a strong amount of regulations and stuff, now a lot of people have put CBD off to the side. So if it doesn't contain THC, what's stopping you from yeah. making it? And so they're saying, so they're saying quality control is really important because a lot of the time, like you know, a dude will make something in his kitchen and be like, "Oh yeah, it's pure CBD, like cookies or whatever," and you'll eat one and you will be mashed into your couch like dead. Not dead, because we can't kill you, but you'll be, like, passed out. I mean, dead in the I'm dead term, like, you know, but either way, um, they both agree on that, that quality control and regulation is important, just like we do. We, we think, you know, it's, it shouldn't just be a fucking wild west free-for-all, but I mean, just don't go nuts. Be smart, people. Regul- like, regulate yourselves. If, like, the government doesn't need to regulate you and say, don't put poison in your marijuana when you're growing it, you should just not put poison in your marijuana when you're growing it. <laughs> That would probably anyway. be, you know, the best possible case scenario. I know, right? So, but anyway, that aside, you guys can check out the story on the Growth Up. We'll have links below for all of these stories down in the description. Before we get into this next little segment that we're going to roll into, I think it would be a great idea for us to slip into another ad spot. Hey, buds. You really want to show off your love of marijuana or just really shine at your next smoke session? 
you really want to go to myhighshop.com for some of the coolest cannabis clothing and accessories. They have shirts, sweats, jewelry, grinders, and even pipes made out of amethyst crystals. You can check them out using the link below and let them know I sent you by using code GOODBUDSCURTIS at checkout. You can save 35% off your entire order and free shipping. Again, that's code GOODBUDSCURTIS at checkout. Thank you to myhighshop.com, and let's get back to the show. That was awesome. I love My High Shop so much. You guys should check them out. Link below. Always. Always got to check them out. We thank them for joining us. 100%. And we thank you for joining us. And, God, I am... Okay, I, I well, I know how I am, but Shank, how are you feeling? Thirsty boy. <laughs> I got the pasties. I got the pasties, man. The sweet is really good though. Um, frankly, it's it's really, really like I'm I'm not feeling as drowsy as I would expect because they were like, oh, it's a great before bed weed. It's an excellent sleepy time strain, you know. And I'm like, I'm like, oh man, like why y'all gotta be like that? Warning me with that. Warning me with that knockout gas kind of fucking talk, right? Like, I expected to, like, this to be, like, you're, like, that strain, what is it, like, you're in a wheelchair now or something like that? Like, <laughs> and it's, like, this is permanent, like, or some shit like that? But What's no, that? it's good. It, yeah, you don't want to end up, like, uh, um, paralyzed by the same old antics back and forth, like some walking spastic or some shit. I think all of those words are offensive now, but I don't even know. Uh, but well, anyway. I like the used, so fuck off. <laughs> no, I think all of those words are offensive in 2021, but I don't even know. Honestly, tell us below in the comments if you think they're offensive. We're not going to change them. I'm not editing them out, and we're not sorry for saying them. But I just would like to know out of curiosity. Um, but anyway, like, I feel great, man. This is a very good strain. It feels awesome. I've got way more energy than I thought I would have. Um, and just, um... Very, they were right about the euphoria part. I definitely feel very happy. It may just be because I always love recording these podcasts, but I feel I feel good, man. And how, how you how you feeling today? Uh, control C, control V, because I'm feeling pretty much exactly the same. Because, like we said, they're similar effects, so I'm literally feeling exactly. <laughs> oh no, we the control same X way. by accident. Oh god, <laughs> Mr. Curtis, no, I don't I'm feel back. so good. <sighs> God damn it. <laughs> no, I'm actually about to feel like that in just a second because since we have this very special episode of both of us having ice cream, cake, oh, yeah. I figured I would pull out one final thing for you, bros, Wait, for this on, episode. Curtis. Did you well. get some icing? Did you get some icing to put on the cake? I got some icing on the cake. I have ice cream cake basically like, I don't know, shatter? Crumble. I guess extra, I'm not extract, much of a extract would be a good some way to extract. put it. I'm not much of a dabs guy like i'm mostly a bud smoker but once again once again have... this is not methamphetamine we do not do any kind of meth on this show at all ever so what Stop i'm gonna do is comments. i'm going to light up my dab rig because i don't have one of those fancy ones so mm -hmm. i still got some butane torches and while i do that i'm going to give a quick review of the strain itself while this heats up this is going to be uh, magnificent so... okay I mean, heating the dab so... up review heating the dab up review so that's Fucking shit itself is like extremely crumbly, a nice fucking yellow tint to it. It's kind like of honey, solid, honey like yellow or lemon yellow. Uh, lemon yellow, like inside of the lemon yellow. Nice. So again, like that kind of like. Zelda shirt. Eh, not really. Um, so it's kind of like transparent, but not exactly. It's kind of like crystally. I don't want to say it looks like crack rock, but it kind of looks like crack rock. <laughs> Uh, he had to say it looks like crack rock. 
<laughs> I have to say it. It just kind of does, and most people are going to say it. This is not crack. I am smoking marijuana extract. We um, only do cannabis and cannabis-related products on the show. This is actually about as tangential as we've gotten so far. I think before this, like we, we've talked about potentially doing edibles in the future at some point, but this is our, I believe, the first time we're dipping our toes into dabbing on the show. Exactly. And so, this rig is getting nice and hot, but I got hot. a little bit of a little, I won't say, I'd say eighth of a gram, eighth of a gram dab going. So nice, hopefully not enough to absolutely end me, but enough to get a nice good flavor of it. I believe in uh, you. My uh, dab rig, yeah, well, for, hitting... anybody, yeah. for anybody interested, my dab rig is made by Tsunami Glass. And yeah, it's a very nice a, dab rig. I'll have some video and picture of that on fucking Instagram as well if you want to check that out. But yeah. all right, I'm going to get into this dab. While uh, he's taking that, I am going to take a moment to say something. So I'll just let him start that dab off. Yeah. I'd remind you to like, comment, subscribe, share this podcast with all of your friends out there on the internet, anywhere that you find them, even in real life. If you bump into somebody, you're walking too close to them, six feet people, social distancing, but if you run into somebody, tell them, check out the Good Buds podcast. It's a really cool podcast where Good Buds smoke Good Buds and talk about them. And when you listen to this podcast on Spotify, Anchor, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, or any other podcasting service, remember to click that follow button or that subscribe button, whatever replies to the site that you're on. And check us out on all our social medias. Links for all this stuff will be below in the description. Now, let's go back and see if he died from that. <coughs> yep, sounds like Curtis died. Um, so, uh, Interview. <laughs> uh, so now, yeah, we're going we're gonna to go ahead and jump into the next segment of the show. The <coughs> Interview. interview. Okay, buds, here we are in the interview section, and we are going to be speaking with cannabis sommelier, enthusiast, educator, and consultant Tamara Lillian from Lily Consulting. She agreed to join us on the show today to talk about all kinds of random bullshit. It's going to be a great time. Thank you so much for joining us. Thanks for having me. Hey, no problem. Absolutely, absolutely. Now, first question that we always start with, uh, with every interview, Tamara, do you partake in the cannabis, marijuana, do you smoke? What do you do? Do you? I smoke, I vape, I dab, I eat extracts, I like topicals, I like edibles. Did I just say I eat extracts? Yes, you did. Do what you want to do and we're leaving it in. No, I do not (laughs) eat extracts. But you can tell that I already made I need an extract. Don't even worry about it. Yeah, I I partake in all of it. I love it all. I love the full spectrum. Perfect. And we love We also partake here and we hope that everyone listening either partakes or wants to partake. And if you can, grab your joints, your bunks, your blunts, your bowls, whatever you got. It is time to blaze it. Let us out. Let's toke skabok. Cheers. Oh my goodness, that is some tasty, tasty stuff. I mean, I'm uh, smoking that ice cream cake. I'm also smoking that ice cream cake. (laughs) Mm. And I'm all about the Fruity Pebbles OG right now. Ooh, nice see them. Now now imagine an ice cream cake with some Fruity Pebbles crumbled up on top of that. 
Like, cause you know, I I've never loved the chocolatey layer in the middle. Like, I mean, I, don't get me wrong, chocolate's cool, but I've never loved the chocolatey layer in the middle there of the ice cream cake. If you took that bitch out and you replaced it with some crumbles of the fruity pebbles, game over. That. Fruity pebbles, yeah. game over. Every other cake, take it out of here. So, so that digression aside, <laughs> it's so great to have you on the show. I'm so glad that you could take some time out of your bi very busy schedule. Like it, our, all of you buds out there, this this human being is a busy one. <laughs> this is, I honestly, from a sommelier enthusiast, educator, a consultant for Canna Lily, and she's even been uh, selected out of twenty five thousand applicants. She was one to become a member of the first worldwide cannabis curation committee. Oh yeah, yeah. That is incredible. I'm reading that as well. That's a, that's that is amazing. So just to clarify, it's not worldwide, but it's the first in the world. The first, first in, in the, the world. world. Sorry, which is amazing. Compiled of Canadian members. Okay, okay. But from people all over Canada. Me. Fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> Still yeah, very. Amy to smoke and evaluate cannabis. It's a, it's pretty. It's a pretty great job. Sweet. Now I do that for free. <laughs> free too yeah, unless uh, you want to go to our patreon and donate click the link down in the description below to donate to the show or support our sponsors lumen spot and myhighshop.com links below in the description sorry for that plug shameless shameless always shameless gotta do it gotta do it um so uh what led you to being part of this uh cannabis curation committee and what do you think was the most important role on that committee really for our uh listeners out there well, I applied a number of years ago, and of course, you know, the job was quite appealing just by nature. And mm. uh, I was working, excuse me, I was working in healthcare at the time, and I was just beginning to transition out of healthcare and into kind of the cannabis sector and deciding what exactly was going to be next for me. So I took a cannabis sommelier program, and that really opened my eyes to how much I loved not only the plant, but the, just the science of it and all the research and just, you know, the more you seek to learn, the more you can learn about this incredible plant. And, uh, you know, it really got me excited. And so that pushed me to apply and sure enough, I was selected. So, you know, I'm, I'm one of the contributing members of the committee. And in terms of what the most important kind of role is on the committee. So we are contributing to the curation of variety packs that are being offered to the public. So if you buy one of those variety packs, you are buying it with the knowledge that a group of experts has determined which cannabis should be curated into this pack and which type of user groups it would be best suited for that's that's magnificent honestly it's like and it's good to see someone passionate about it obviously because we can tell you're very passionate about it and i mean we are too like this is honestly it's like it is a, like knowing about it is a lifestyle yeah you can uh, yes please light your joint i'll light my joint as well here like, i'll light my joint as well yeah here all of us are like hey if you're at home let's all light joints now we just had a bong let's light our joints i do not rude but mm -mm. Oh, no not at all it would be rude not to smoke on our show i'm just joking it's not rude not to smoke on our show you don't need to smoke to be a bud everybody out there listening already knows that and uh if you're just new to the episode right now we probably already said it earlier but i'm saying it again now you don't have to smoke to be a bud 
but rude is being disrespectful. Rude now, yeah, rude is now. It would be rude to come on the show and be mad at one of us for smoking. You know, that would be that would be kind of rude. Um, but we haven't had any of those incidents yet because the people we've dealt with so far, all of the people, even if they're not related so far to the cannabis industry, even tangentially, have been cool people. They've all been interesting. They've all come on and had a great time. But I can tell, like I was saying, I can tell you're very passionate about it. And it's good to know that there are people working in the industry who are very passionate about it. A lot of people feel that it's getting more corporate and more soulless. A lot of businesses are being bought out by larger companies. And it's putting a huge vice on some of the smaller industries. But Candle Lily is growing. And it's very exciting to see. It's very nice to see because you can tell it's a, a great organization. It's passionate about what it does. And the fact that you teach other people um, about, you know, different terpenes, you teach more. We don't do necessarily the scientific breakdowns on the podcast here. We do a lot of um, just can like we're con like connoisseur. We, we're a person who enjoys it and understands it enough to know that it's not we're not going to be like, oh, all weed is the same or oh, it all just smells like weed, like which some people who don't care enough to it's the same people who think all flowers smell the same. You know, it's like, you know, it's just, it's because all you know, everybody knows a rose and a lily smell nothing alike. You can tell the difference. And so, like, it's the same with different strains of cannabis. So with that, like, does your company focus more, like, when you're doing these variety packs, like, knowing that they do the variety packs and stuff like that, like, it, for example, would a customer go to you and say, hey, I like fruity tropical stuff, and I like, I like sativas, or I want more energy, and you would just kind of go, okay, I'm on it and just go from there or would you tell them kind of what they need for a given situation that is there's no short answer to that question so the first thing but i like long answers it gives me time to smoke perfect so the first thing that i must do is create an important clarification so my company that i founded and run is Lily consulting mm -hmm. however the curation committee is run by a company oh. called a lot a-H-L-O-T. A-H-L-O-T. A higher level of thought. Oh, I like that name. So clever um, acronym. So that is where I do the curation committee. So if you oh, imagine cool. as Canna Lily, Canna Lily partners with a wide variety of clients in the industry from one-on-one -on -one consultations to large organizations like LPs, or I've worked for the OCS, I've lectured for U of T, U of T, that type of thing. Yeah. Um, and, you know, what I provide is varied and diverse based on the need of the client. So anything from educational workshops and lectures to, um, you know, I used to be the director of education at the cannabis cooking company until, uh, you know, these weird times that we find ourselves. I'll in. have some questions on that later. Uh, no problem. So yeah. in terms of uh, specifically your question around, you know, if someone comes to me and says, oh, I like this particular cultivar or what's more commonly yeah. called strain of cannabis, yeah. uh, you know, can you help me? Um, you know, what I would be inclined to ask as a first question is, well, can you help me understand why you smoke cannabis? Like, are you smoking it medically or are you smoking it recreationally? Yeah. And, and if you're smoking it recreationally, why? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and you know, people don't like to kind of say, why are you getting all scientific about it? But the better you can hone in on why you're using cannabis and when, the better you can meet your own needs. And I'm saying your needs can be chilling on the couch or yeah. sleeping or 
promoting your appetite or suppressing your appetite, or, you know, there's everything under the sun. And because each one of us have a unique endocannabinoid system, just like we have a unique fingerprint, our body's going to interact with each cultivar or strain of cannabis differently. So if we all were smoking the exact same type of cannabis right now, and we did a little journal saying, okay, you know, this is how I feel. This is what I want to do. Am I hungry? Am I this? Am I that? We would all have wildly different responses. So, you know, throw all that out the window because that's not going to be what informs your decisions. It's, it's strange you might, sorry to interrupt just momentarily, you can continue, but uh, it's strange you mentioned that because in this episode specifically, Curtis and I, for the first time since this podcast began, we're smoking the same strain or oh, same cultivar, fun. same cultivar, different growers, same cultivar though. Oh, so yeah. So they're both the same from the same, I think from the same seeds or at least clones, I'm not certain, but I, they're, I wouldn't exactly say close. They're from, of the same uh, genetic strains. Yeah. Of the same parents strain. the same way gelato they're uh cross breeds of gelato and uh what's the other one curtis wedding cake not what headband i, I want to say no it's a wedding i want to no. say wedding oh, cake and gelato yeah well, uh, wedding cake and gelato multiple kind of absolutely but they're both called ice cream cake they both have the title uh same title <laughs> name or whatever and that's what's difficult what, is. You're, what you're speaking to just to quickly kind of clarify um, for anyone who's interested, it's just the difference between genotype and phenotype, right? Mm. So you guys are smoking the same genotype in that the flower has the same genetic ancestry, but the phenotype yeah. is different because it was grown by a different grower in different conditions yeah. and all of the elements that go into yeah. the including, including the environment allow for one outcome so you you essentially have the same genotype but different phenotypes yeah, we noted we noted that in the descriptions of the strains as well okay. that they were slightly different in their in their their visual description alone was different the scent description was slightly different but the flavor profile was very similar but you know it's... and it seems to have relatively similar effects as we've been smoking this for like the past two days pretty much and sorry, re a similar effects between both of you, like you can yeah. extrapolate it, your experience. From roughly, yeah. roughly. Yeah. yeah, roughly. It's there. There are some digressions because of both course. of us are both of us are like different people. We're very similar Obviously. people, but we're very we're different people as well. Um, but uh, different but, conditions, but we've, different... We've, we've noted similar effects, at least in our general like humor and the general like sense of euphoria, happiness, the uplifting feeling. But is it general? Fair? say that if I gave you like a <clears throat> let's say 30 question survey asking you about different effects and you really had to kind of be oh there would be different oh there would be a there would be different variability yeah there would be different absolutely and we've noted I would we, say know, we noted that probably too, like... at best c minus at best yeah. yeah I mean that's not nothing but no it, exactly it's still similar but not the same individual, you know right. speak to yeah. the individual nature yeah, flavor-wise, it was very close, though. That's the thing. The smoke flavor was what we found was very comparable. It, it, it's strange because we know that that can be affected strongly by phenotype as well, like if they use chemicals or they're all organic or blah, 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 different mediums, but, different, you know. But with all of that, we may not be using this proper wording and the proper, you know, uh, expressions to exactly explain to each other how exactly we're feeling. Now, you, as someone as a professional cannabis sommelier, would probably know significantly more about that than us um so how about we get a little bit more into that uh how has your experience as a cannabis sommelier you know been really or 
well, I guess the first question should be, how did you become an official sommelier? All right. To start at the beginning, I took two courses from an organization called Canna Reps. Shout out Canna Reps out of Vancouver. Let me know if you want my affiliate code. Send me a DM on canoily.consulting. You know what? Honestly, we'll fire, we'll fire a link were... down in our description for you right down there. You buds, if you want to check it out, click that link down below right there in the description. It'll have her affiliate link and her code down there for you. We can hook that up. Um, so anyways, so I took a course with them several years ago and it really just struck a nerve and it lit a fire in me. And then a couple of years later, I took part two. So, so I'm a level two cannabis sommelier, but in between- How many levels are there? Um, well, there is a level three, but it you have to complete it on site. So I heard that there's a level, level, I heard there's a level four, but there's only 20 of them. I mean, and the thing is also because there's different, I wish I had a rim shots. (laughs) You know, like the two main ones are the Tricome Institute and Canada. So those are the two kind of that are leading the, the way we'll say, um, there's no weed company that has a bad name either, by the way. I gotta say, I gotta point it out that every weed company name that I've seen so far has been a friggin' dank name. Like, there's no way they can be bad. Like, it's like, even the ones that are like, just like, like, they're specifically meant to be kind of like, super punny, and people are gonna be like, they're still great, I think. Punny is okay, but like, where do you draw the line between punny and like playing so much on the stereotypes and stigmas about cannabis culture that it's it's like almost nauseating like for example uh, in marketing there's no line in marketing in marketing for recreational there's no line now i think if you're in a medical setting like you know be, but i mean they they advertise beer with like the crappiest like most horrible i think if they advertised weed with a bunch of dudes sitting around playing D smoking a big blunt like Man, this is bomb shit, bro. I'd be like, I want that weed. I'm okay with that. <laughs> That's marketed to me, you know, but I, I can understand that in a medical or like if it's a, to like, you know, for someone who's like, you know, professional setting. Eh, but, but recreational. Yeah. Like, like a word like stone. Yeah. You no, know, I personally don't like the word. Yeah, you could call me one, and you could no, be course. wrong. Of course, because it's loaded with negative connotations. You're right. When people use that word, it for me, it's a big kind of like eye roll groan. Like, really, yeah. that's the best you could do. So that's yeah. why I was saying, like, the puns great, but then where do you draw the line where it's like almost so cheap that you know, or or it's just cliche and they can do better anyways yeah, I can, I, no i can no no absolutely no no you're not wrong though just on that point you aren't wrong like it's uh, and we say that kind of thing all the time and like we always like to say it's not like it's it's about con- like sometimes what you say can have negative connotations and it's like you need to know what is and isn't appropriate and that's kind of something that's on you if you you know like and we try like personally i don't call myself a stoner i know that some people do i know i know some friends of mine do and I don't think they mean it in a negative way. I know that other people, when they're from outside looking in, probably do. But it's one of those things that it's like a cultural thing. It's one of, like one of those that we don't get too deep into it, like obviously with the politics of things. But see, I guess that makes yeah. me the minority because I'm, I personally love being called and love calling myself a stoner, 
I hate being called a pothead. A pothead. Yes. Pothead, I don't like. That yeah. makes me. That's just like you're. No, call me a pothead. No, call me a you're stoner. So, but guys, you you but. guys realize that we are legit splitting hairs right now. Yeah, I know there's so many hairs so, being I mean, split. I've never pothead. Like, because essentially what you're saying is that like there's some names that you yeah. own and you kind of appropriate it as positive. Yeah. There's some that you reject. But then, like, categorically, we owe it to the advancement of the rhetoric around cannabis to kind of say, okay, like, we are we reject all of them as a category because they're not helping uh, yeah. um, right. advance that, that our makes I remember reading something about that a little while back, actually, that said... Um, it was actually spe not specifically about like pothead or anything like that necessarily, but it was oddly enough, it was about, I think it was about just persons with like persons with disabilities and stuff. Mm -hmm. Right. And now it was saying essentially that it's really important on a social level and a civil level for us to acknowledge people's like humanity first or something that like that, that's like, don't acknowledge like, so for example, like C Curtis and I are podcasters who happen to use cannabis. Sure. Like, you know, we're cannabis users, but we, we're podcasters who use cannabis. Mm -hmm. And so it's one of those things that it's like the cannabis isn't the primary aspect of our personality. You know, even though a lot of people tune in for, you know, they like see weed, they see the pot leaves on the logos and they, sure. but they stick around because we like to have fun and we like to talk and have a great time, smoke bongs and just have an overall Absolutely. chill time. And we love everybody. We enjoy everyone as long as they're nice to each other. Right. So that's the key thing. And so like, it's, it's really cool that, um, like, you as a like as a person managed to go in and educate people. Like, I'm learning a lot from you right now, and I appreciate it. Oh, I love it. Absolutely, I do appreciate that, and uh, I hope our audience is as well. Um, like, it's super fantastic. So, like, on the teaching thing, um, oh, what like? Guys, sorry to interrupt you. Me, go you, ahead. Uh, you had asked me about oh yes sorry. kind of the sommeliers. Yes, yeah. continue about the sommeliers. Yes, Curtis was going to ask you about that. I, I know we've gone on a lot of tangents. You know, I was going to ask about teaching the, with the sommelier thing. I was going to say like, had like, can you teach Curtis? <laughs> I mean, he, why me? You need some too. I, I know, no, no, but I want you to teach me after she teaches you. <laughs> well, I'm going to say so. I'm going to kind of park that question as the end. Of yeah, we'll save that. Store that. Okay. Pin in it. <laughs> So yes, you can take the Canareps class. You can take a Tricome Institute class. There's even classes, other classes. There's a new one called Gangier that's just come out. I don't know enough about it to really speak to it, but it exists. Anyways, the reality is it's not the material. It's what you do with it. You know, I, as soon as I took the course and became, and, you know, got the certification, I just started studying cannabis, like frantically just, trying to you know consume as much research and information as i could and because my background is academic healthcare i was just reading journal articles and just anything i could get my hands on just to enhance my knowledge base so for me the biggest takeaway is you know if you want to be a cannabis sommelier you can't just talk the talk you have to walk the walk and you have to demonstrate that by studying and by being a student before you're a teacher if you even choose to be a teacher, you could also take another path, for example, doing like quality assessment. So doing reviews. So kind of like to what you guys are speaking to. So, you know, when you're talking about the cannabis that you are smoking, you know, you say, okay, do we like the smell? Do we not? How does it make us feel? But imagine if you could introduce a couple, what I would call quality indicators that are 
objective as opposed to subjective. So you're actually using kind of like the industry standard as opposed to, you know, just kind of your opinionated words. Yeah. The clinical, the clinical breakdown. That's right. As opposed to opinionated ones. You use what's called objective and subjective quality indicators. So some of them are based purely on your opinion. Like, is the aroma pleasant? Well, yeah, we're like we're like ninety percent subjective. <laughs> but then you could also objectively look at the aroma and be like, okay, well, does it smell like mold? Does mm. it smell off? Does it yeah. smell like chemicals that don't really seem like they should be there? You know, there's some chemical smells that are are normal, like lemon pledge, for example. Yeah. Yeah, but there's sometimes when you smell chemicals and you're or just... pinene pinene sometimes has that like pine salt smell <laughs> yeah. it just smells off you know like yeah. it's in we, well we warn people about that sometimes i think on the show inadvertently like without they have that one stinky one but yeah. regardless well it's... inadvertently yeah. we tell people that if their if their weed does smell off we say you know like no no do your research and smell it if it smells like mold don't ever smoke it if you think it might be moldy just don't do it <laughs> just, just don't. Yeah. A good word to learn if you are concerned about something like that is called, is the word botrytis. And botrytis is a particular type of mold that's very common on cannabis. And it, it would be like right in the middle of the bud. And it almost looks like spider webbing. And I've seen that before. I, um, you know, in my time as a reviewer, I've had to smoke cannabis sometimes that has had botrytis. And I've come to learn how it makes me feel so if you've ever smoked cannabis and it almost kind of like affects you the opposite of how cannabis should affect you so you know instead of making you feel x y and z you feel nauseous you feel woozy you can't like stand up straight you maybe you're you're disoriented those aren't kind of typical or usual experiences for me so if I have them, I'm like, okay, something is off here. So you have to kind of be able to check yourself and say, uh, you know, yeah. is this usual yeah. for know me? your own? No, yeah, know your own. Yeah, that's what we say as well. Like everything in moderation, and make sure you know your limits. Like it's like if you do something and you're like, this is not, I'm not comfortable with this. Something is wrong. Like pay attention to that feeling. Obviously, it's, very, it's a smart thing to do. And, see, um, and understand why. Yeah. Yeah. So, bo- so what was it? Botrytis? Botrytis. Yeah. Botrytis. Okay. I'm going to have to look that up uh, afterwards. I'm going to do some reading after this. See, learning. When, you, when you look it up and you see the picture, you're going to be like, God damn. I've seen I it. I've, I've seen it before. Um, okay. I know. I know for a fact I have um, in the past, like actually a little while back, a friend of mine had uh, some weed that he was given and he wanted me to look at it for him because he knows that I'm just, I'm, I'm, not gonna say that I'm on your level, but I like to take good care with weed. I haven't had formal training. <laughs> is to say only to say only to say I haven't had formal training. Not to say that I don't enjoy weed as much, because I'm sure we both love weed just as much. But I'm saying I haven't had the formal training you've had. But I he knows that I know a little bit more than needed, so he brought it to me to look at it because he wasn't sure about it. And I told him first of all, good job. Like if you don't know, do some research. And he knew asking me was a safe bet. So. I looked at it and I saw that exact that white mold with the it looked like branches coming off of it almost connecting to other parts of the bud and it was like in by the stem I initially saw it kind of coming like white off the stem and that made me like look closer and I told him don't smoke this I was like don't smoke this 
Um, and I was like, and wh whoever you got it from, tell them that there's something on it. There's mold on it. Just like, don't like, don't like go and go, go at them hard. It's not their fault, but there is mold on this and let whoever you got it from or wherever you got it know. And uh, he was like, oh, thank you. It doesn't yeah. mean that the entire yield. No, was exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Just that, that what my friend had. Yeah. yeah. They have to look inside, like yeah. right in the middle of their densest buds yeah. and see what's going on. Like yeah. with my And I was lucky I saw it. I think my friend only saw it because he had left it in his car for a couple of days, wrapped in the bag, just kind of tucked away somewhere in like his glove compartment. And I think it probably might have like i guess they they grow <laughs> and so i noticed it right when i festered. Looked, i don't know like you okay, festered i don't know the proper term i'm looking for here but if you do put it in the comments below <laughs> but uh but um but yeah so um i told him i was like don't smoke this dude it's just not good for you i actually gave him a nug to take i was like just that that's like it so i gave him a nug to take and and uh yeah i wasn't gonna let him go without anything right and i wasn't gonna be like yeah the only weed you've got right now has mold on it and i don't know what it'll do to you if you smoke it but that means you probably shouldn't smoke it so i mean that they did that back in caveman days you know now you can google it right so um right. and and so he didn't smoke it thankfully and um like you know i've seen it i so i know i didn't have a name for it though and i'm gonna look it up more after this to kind of check it out i'm gonna take a bong hoot i think curtis has another question that he wanted to ask you in regards yeah, uh, to your uh... yeah Actually, this one's a little bit more personal. Uh, if you're checking out on our YouTube video, you can see that she's right here in a nice uh, floral print uh, overcoat blazer type thing. Um, it's pretty cool. It's, it says on Camelilli that you are into gardening. Uh, are you into gardening anything right now? I mean, obviously it's winter, but what usually is in your garden other than cannabis? Wow. Like actual flowers and stuff. So it depends if we're talking about outdoor <laughs> indoor. <laughs> So of course, yes, I, I have dabbled in growing cannabis, but I will say I'm not amazing at it. You know, I'm the first to admit when I have an opportunity to kind of improve in a category and, and that's what growing is not uh, something I have even come close to, but I love growing vegetables, tomatoes, cucumber, peas, uh, fruit, like strawberries, or I guess, excuse me, tomatoes are a fruit. Oh. I'm not one of those splitting hairs again. We're splitting hairs again. Um, and then inside <laughs> in my home right now, I don't know if you can see there's a bunch of plants there. I probably have like 30 or 40. Plants. A, a band project it. I tried to do a while back was called 37 Plants because my lead singer's uh, other half had adopted 37 plants into their household. So I think I know somebody else who has the same habit of picking up, a, you know, adopting, sorry, adopting plants when you see them and they need love, right? It's nice to have in your home, you know, it's uh, creates a nice, you know, homey green space. And I'm, I'm someone who's just very connected to nature. So I like to, oh, yeah. you know, be around green. And I'm I sure around, so. <laughs> we like I'm, to be around green, too. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure the uh, photosynthesis and everything uh, filters out the air, too. So it's always nice and fresh. Yeah, exactly. And That's how science no, works. Fresh. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's just nice. It's nice to have. And you know, the idea of there's a seed and you plant the seed and it grows and you take care of the seed and then it produces something that you can then nourish yourself with. It's a bit of a, of you know, it's kind of mind boggling. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's true. It's pretty awesome. I know I, I, um, at my, uh, my, my stepfather, when he retired, he got massively into growing like gardening and everything else. Right. 
and uh, he planted like pumpkins and cucumbers and beans and peas and um, some tomato plants and cherry tomato plants, which I picked the ripe ones every single time they ripened, so they never actually got a yield out of it, because every time one would get ripe, I'd and eat it ripe uh, when I was visiting them. So uh, basically, um, so good when they're warm, like I know warm. they're perfect right off the vine. I know, fantastic, right? So. Um, with that, like, it was funny because the cucumbers were my favorite thing because every time I'd, grow, I'd go there, there'd be, like, a new cucumber that was popping up and getting there. And he'd, like, baby them. He'd, like, build them, like, little cradle things so that they'd, like, they grow to the... Babies. Oh, I know, right? are very finicky. I, I know, right? But it's, but it's, like, you know, but with gardening, like, as a hobby, like, as a hobby, it obviously takes a lot of time and dedication and everything like that. And, um, like, I know with, with your business, actually, this is going to be a really weird tangential segue. You're going to be like, how did this happen? But I wonder with your gardening, but with your gardening being a really weird, like, you know, time extensive hobby and taking a lot of time and dedication and everything like that. Um, have you found that like Corona in 2020, like, ha has it brought your business to be more online and digital from home? like a lot of people have, like Curtis hasn't yet, unfortunately. Mine did. My job is I work from home now. Um, soon he will be. As soon as we get paid enough on Patreon, $601, we start paying Isaac and Curtis doesn't have to work anymore. But uh, anyway, um, that's uh, donate below, links below. Anyway, um, but uh, do you find that you've had more time for your hobbies working from home? Because I know I sure as hell have, like all of your hobbies. <laughs> it's a bit of a double-edged sword because you know, I was primarily doing a lot of events prior to everything locking down. So that was, you know, a major revenue source for me. So, you know, what choice did I have? I had to go online. Like we, we've yeah, all, pivot. Do, you know, yeah. So, you know, get creative, find ways of doing things. You know, I have a microscope where I can like cast it onto Zoom so I could like show you guys trichomes live. Actually, you, know, you can see a picture of that in the YouTube video if you're watching it right now. We got that on. That's the that's the thing on the desk in front of her, right there. She's got the microphone. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We got right, the yeah. microphone. So, she has microscope. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So, um, you know, I've had to pivot for for lack of a, you know a choice, but it's been tough. It's been really tough during these times, and I think I'm quite blessed in that. I have a lot of amazing people in the cannabis industry who are just so supportive and who, you know, we, we have a really nice kind of tight knit community and in the good times in, and in the bad times we celebrate. Yeah. Each other. That's what we, that's yeah. what we love about the cannabis community as well. I guess oh, yeah. it's awesome. We're absolutely, <laughs> but we're on uh, you know, Instagram we've gotten on there and we've just started there's been a whole like surge of people who've kind of gotten on there and started doing online smoke sessions, if you will. Oh yeah. So it's really nice to go on there and just be like, Hey, what's up? You know, we're here. What are you smoking on? What are you smoking on? And that camaraderie of just like, yo, we're all separate, but we can still smoke together. At least it's very nice. Yeah. yeah like going on Instagram live and just being like, Hey, I am here. I have my bomb. I have a tray of weed. Who is coming on this Instagram live with me to get high? Because that's just what's happening right now. No. And what I love Absolutely. about and what I love about this podcast is you're, that oh, I'm blocking my. Pop out. I was a cup. I was a good looking cup for a second there. But uh, basically, um, 
actually we're not live right now but we are live because wherever you are listening to this podcast right now it's happening in the moment you're listening to it so it's immortalized for all time but i think it'd be a good time for us to take a bong hit right now what do you think you two I'm my bowl as we speak. see there tamara agrees and i'm sure curtis agrees he always does. already there <laughs> so while you're packing that bowl um i'll ask a question that's a that's more of a quick one Sure. Which is what is the favorite thing you grow in your garden just to grab immediately and like eat that day? Like if you're like fresh veggies, fresh something. Oh, I mean, a, toma- a, a grape tomato is like the ultimate when it's hot from the sun, just to pop that in your mouth. But otherwise, I have a lot of aloe, which I love oh. using for burns, cuts, rashes, all kinds. It's of useful stuff. for everything. You know what? You know what? Everything. I'll allow it. Oh, but up, mom. That was very terrible. <laughs> oh, I hate myself. All right. So then you the guys high say goodbye, I say hello. Yeah, this is, yeah. See, this is the kind of high quality content you guys come here for. <laughs> so all let's right, take so, this bong in now, shall we? All right. Yes, I agree. Toke, toke you up. Lies out. Let's blaze it. Every time I hit that from the bong, it gets better and better. Mm. Loves it. Interestingly, when you're evaluating the quality of flour, using a bong is not a great method because it's filtered through water. Oh my God, dude. Okay, sorry. I'm sorry. But literally, but before you were on the show, Curtis and I were talking about you coming on. Obviously, we were you know excited to have you as a guest. Like, okay, this is fantastic. She has done so much volunteering. She's volunteered for Normal. She's volunteered for the Canadian Cancer Society. Like, she's done a lot of things, and she's coming on our show. So we gotta like be prepared. And 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 we were actually talking about we that. We were giddy. And we were, and we were giddy. It was awesome. <laughs> Like, uh, and, but we were talking about that and actually it was funny cause I specifically remember we were talking about the bong and the pipe thing. We said we have, would have pipes nearby and joints nearby and bongs nearby because he, we were going to ask you, we're both, he's like, we're both very interested in Somali ship and like the judging the weed properly. And we always had do different methods on the show. The first thing we do is a, a bong hit. And then after that, we'll light a joint. Okay. And, and, and I like, we were like, well, Curtis said, actually, he brought up the point. He was like, well, probably pipes are the best because it's just like, you know, like a glass pipe or something would, because you're just heating the weed and the pure smoke is coming through. But, and, but then it's like, but then he was like, but the bong might be, and I was like, yeah, but I don't know about the bong because the water filters it. And I was like, "Ah," and the fact that you just said that made that in my brain. I'm going to have to just blow your mind a little bit more. That's okay. No, please do. That's so, the best thing to do. All pipe is a definite no-no, especially if you're using a lighter, because like think about how close the butane is to oh, your inhalation, oh. right? So what if you're hemp wicking it though? Okay, so that's a different story. Oh, see, I don't hemp wick, but I've got a lighter that has a hemp wick holder. Okay, poker poker. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> same right. brand. So, um, truthfully. The best way to assess flour is in a joint. And We're the right way first. you do it first is before you light the joint, which is to take a dry inhale of the joint. Hmm. So I like I, that. So if I had a joint, just, I would 
take an inhalation as if it was lit. And then I would smack my lips together and I would rub my tongue on the roof of my mouth. So what I'm doing, so imagine like, you know, when you smell flowers, you know, roses or whatever, you don't yeah. just go, you like. Yeah, and you get that taste you know? in your sinuses. Right, so you're you're really stimulating your olfactory system. And that's essentially what you want to do, but you are actually tasting the cannabis. It's like and when something smells so bad, you can taste it, but it's a good right. smell. Or with food, if I presented you with three foods, you're going to want to eat the one that smells the best to you. And you're not yeah. going to want to eat the one that doesn't smell good. Well, it's the same is true with cannabis, right? You know, and your body. So, I want to eat all of it, though, to be frank with, I just want to eat all of the cannabis. So <laughs> I mean, I'm sure. So have you, do you not have any uh, you know, terpene profiles or particular strains or cultivars, uh, however you want to call them, that don't agree with you? Personally, I haven't found one that I've had a negative reaction with. I know when I'm eating edibles, if I eat too much or too many edibles, I will have a bad time. But by a bad time, I really just mean concentrating to breathe for about five minutes and then falling asleep for a few hours, like, and then waking up feeling a bit rough. No, I don't. As far as smoking, I don't think we actually have a strains log, Curtis. I think I'm are you checking through that right it now? right. I'm yeah, so well, right I, yeah. Um, but uh, but as far as my recollection goes, I don't think I've had anywhere I've had a negative reaction. Uh, personally, I've smoked, except in the past when I've smoked I, when I was a t you know in my younger years, uh, when it wasn't necessarily above board as far as the government was involved. Um, uh, basically, I had smoked some, and it was. Uh, not like a good experience, but I believe that was a because my tolerance was substantially lower than it got very quickly as you know as I grew. Um, and not only that though, but also um, I feel that the strains probably could have potentially had the uh, mold that we were talking about earlier um, on it, you know, or or another miscellaneous issue with the cannabis itself that caused me to have a bad reaction. So um, it's but currently I've smoked and we've go by names. Um, I, the street names, I don't know, I have countless strains, I've or cultivars, I guess would be a best term, since you taught me that word, I'm going to use it. Thank you. Countless cultivars of different weed from the streets, and phenotypes, and, you know, that kind of thing. Um, but I haven't really found one that's caused me to have a negative reaction. I might so get drowsy sometimes. It. I'm going to ask this in a different way. Have you ever been really close to going to sleep? And you're like, already, oh, and then you're like, let me just smoke a bit more weed before I go to sleep. And yeah. then you smoke that weed and it wakes you up and oh, yeah. it elicits effects that aren't necessarily conducive to how you wanted to feel. So not that you had a bad experience or bad effect. But oh, that, you mean counterintuitive? Like, so something that like, not the experience I expected. No, not counterintuitive. Or like that I wanted at that time. Yeah. Yeah. Counter to what you wanted. Yeah. You know, so oh. you wanted to go to sleep. So the counter objective. It woke you up. Yeah. I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah, certainly. I could say yeah. that. I could say that there have been, yeah. For that reason. As a podcast host, I've smoked strains that have made me somewhat drowsy and I've had a kind of had of an energy drink to counteract that. So let's just say you were someone who had like social anxiety. Mm. Strains or cultivars with limonene can promote or you know, like make people feel kind of hyper or a bit paranoid, jittery or jumpy 
antsy. And if you're predisposed to feel those things already, those type of strains are not going to be good for you. So if you have a dry inhale, you're like, oh, no, not for me. No, yeah, it's no, so absolutely that like that makes a hell of a lot of sense, actually. And I know what you mean, because I have had experiences like that. Once you put it that way, yes, there have been times when I've actually like, and, and to be fair, when I've smoked strains before going to bed, like, for example, if I've been like, oh, I'm kind of tired, smoke one more. And it's given me the more uplifting kind of like what, what people would stereotypically call a sativa effect, like, sure. you know, like what they would stereotypically call a sativa type effect. I still find the wonderful thing about cannabis is that unlike other like other substances that I will not on any podcast or any other thing admit to having tried in the past, um, I was able to go to sleep. Um, like I still was able to lay down be like, all right, come on. Like, and I, it may again be my tolerance. Once again, we always say on the podcast, everybody is different. Like, this is how it affects me. This is how it affects Curtis. These are our opinions. Uh, what's the spiel you give in the opinion section, Curtis? We're not doing it now. Yeah, we're not going to do it. You can go back and listen to it if you want to. Uh, but it's basically that these are the opinions of basically people on the internet that are giving their opinions. Like, you know, that kind of thing, right? So, um, and, like, I would say that I've never had an issue with, like, it being, like, a problem for me in any situation. But I try to avoid, I try to avoid not doing it when I shouldn't. <laughs> you know, if I'm not sure, I just don't. Safe bet, right? I mean, right. And that's because you know yourself, you know what works for you, you know what doesn't. But if you were new and you were kind of starting out, the dry inhale is a yeah. good method of kind I of like that. in with being like, ooh, if I taste this, sometimes it makes me like if I taste strong gas, for example, for me, mm -hmm. I know there's a really good chance my eyelids are going to get super heavy and I'm not going to be really good at doing much of anything. And I need to go to sleep really quickly. Yeah. You know, so I don't go near any heavy cushions during the day because then, then I'm not functional, you know, so I can like categorically, you know, put that there for myself. No, that's, that's, it's smart. That's, and, and, and so knowing yourself, like, that's important, right? It's a, and, um, I know Curtis loves, uh, it's, it's strange because most people, like they would say traditional Indicas make people sleepy and everything else. But Curtis on the podcast has, as people know, if they listen to our backlog that we, he traditionally smokes Indicas on the podcast and he's generally a very upbeat, fun, fine kid. So it's like everybody reacts differently. Like you said, that's very important. And if you're a beginner, ask somebody like, you know, Tamara, like go to, like, she'll educate you. She'll help you learn in a safe way. Right. Curtis. Um, yeah. what, so what are you, what does a cush do to you? Uh, I mean, a cush really for me kind of acts more as like a, I guess you would say a working weed as in, it doesn't give me like a hyperactivity, but it gives me that upward drive as in I'm going to go do something. That's something I would smoke in the morning before my actual nine to five job. But it, when it comes to after work, it's kind of like right now where it's after work, I'm relaxing. I got nothing better to do for the day. Indica all the way. Chill out, relax, kind of get that, you know, stress out from work. Um, so you are like a functional Kush smoker. It's weird, isn't it? I know. Neither am I. I am not at all. If I if I smoke, like I said before, energy drinks every time. If I want to 
and they're unhealthy as hell. But I drink, you know, energy drinks to keep myself going if I if I'm if I'm a, like smoking any kind of Kush. But Curtis functions like it just a machine. Works. But like <laughs> you know, uh, things like uh, you know, purples and stuff like that that affects me like normal indica where it's more relaxing, more chill, everything like that. But sure. for I don't know more of the Kush strains and kind of since. I don't know, it seems like a lot more of the uh, cultivars are becoming more hybrid now, it seems, at least the ones available to me. The uh, Kush strains kind of just give me more of the uh, working aspects, where the pure indicas work as pure indicas most of the time. So what, would you, call, what would you call a pure indica? I'm just curious, relative to I mean, a I mean, a Just so that I can understand, like it's it's okay if you're not sure, and you can just say I'm not you're sure. I'm not sure. I want I'm not to know sure. your frame of reference, just so that I can be, just so I can know. <laughs> My theme was most things that are uh, purple, like Granddaddy Purple, hmm. would be my reference for an indica that, but I'm not sure. No, no. Be better. So, because so essentially, you have like a really unique profile where and it reminds me of someone I know um where like your the way that you function off the weed is super distinct hmm. um but then but just to clarify kush does grow like an indica so so just to say indica sativa is the way the plant grows not how it's right. going to make you feel and the, the reason why people assume that it has to do with how it'll make you feel is because the plants that grow like an indica, so broadleaf, shorter plant, tighter bud structure, darker green, higher levels of THC. So they kind of extrapolate that to it being more sedate, promoting appetite, et cetera, et cetera. But the reality is that it's all about how it interacts with your individual body. So what makes you functional makes me grossly non-functional. <laughs> yeah, that's and, and that's and that's and like and that's 100% on board with the philosophy we've had always on the podcast is that be you know your limits. Every human is a different human. We've all got similar physiology. Like we all have cannabinoid receptors, but they all different. You know, it's like right. it's but and and like, but that said, like that said, like on a different topic, like to segue over to something like entirely different at the beginning of the podcast, um, before we had started recording, we were talking about cannabis pieces, like, uh, like bongs, pipes, um, sure. joints. And a little earlier when we were talking about flavor profiles, we were talking about that as well. Now you said you've got a collection now roughly like, you know, do you have an extensive collection or is it just like a kind of like, you know, I got a few pieces in the back, you know, kind of thing or. I mean, I've definitely got several bongs, a lot of bowls, down stems, a number of rigs. I have an e-nail. I have a nice nectar collector, lots of different, like, I don't know if you've heard of like Shatterizer, you know, that kind of like portable, <laughs> um, you know, like a portable dab rig, essentially, like That's a dab rig. Awesome. You know. um, yeah, so lots of kind of, fun toys like that or I have you know this thing called the bellow which is like a vapor tap where you drink vapor out of a glass that's a fun one. 
everything about that just sounds amazing. Just, oh, I also have a, a rosin press. That's super fun. Mm. No, that's yeah, that's an enough. awesome, interesting topic. Yeah. And, like it's, I mean, like personally, I know Curtis knows more about this than I do. Like, so I'm I'm gonna let him ask you a few a few dab questions while I have another bong hoot. I know because, nothing. I know nothing yeah, no, no, about that. Dad. I, know, I literally took point. three no, yesterday, no, and that's no, about it. No, that's that's the point. That's the point. You 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 don't know a lot about dabs. She is literally like the best person we have ever met co collectively who could teach you about it in this given moment. And I want to take a bong hoot, so I figured it'd be a great idea for you to ask some dab related questions. He's not going to put an infographic in there. I just felt like singing it. I mean, I'm happy to go and like get my stuff and hit a quick dab on, uh, you know, while we're doing this. If, if you guys, if you guys want to die together, I can talk about one of our sponsors while you. I mean, die? Who's gonna die? I well, metaphorically, oh. no, no, metaphorically. Oh yeah, I mean, I I taught a class recently where I demonstrated what vaporizing extracts was, and I had a dab in the middle of my lecture, and then I continued lecturing, and the students thought it was the funniest thing they'd ever seen they couldn't believe that i just had it awesome but now what well, you need to do is recreate it, that for instagram for like just an instagram live or an instagram tv video just you walking in and be like yes class today we're going to be going on uh, along the topics of the the terpenes that you're going to be tasting in this flavor profile <laughs> and then just continue walking right that, that is good content i agree content and it would that be idea is free it would be extremely good content and we do need to take a deb together but unfortunately, we are running out of time here on the podcast. Oh, no. So you know what? Um, I think uh, if you so would love how about, to come on. Yeah, let's take a bong hit together right now. And if you would like to come back later and show us the proper ins and outs of your entire collection, we would love to just sit here and see it all. Yeah, if you want to. Yeah, I can even live squish some flour, turn it into rosin, and then dab that. See, that I would, be, would love this. That would, would be incredible. That. And honestly, um, you know, like it's one of those things where if you want to come back on the show, you are welcome back anytime. We love to have would like love you know, to have you. Uh, you like one time. One time's not an, like you once once you once you pop the fun, don't stop. It's just like you know Pringles, right? So, <laughs> <laughs> so so um, absolutely. Yeah. So like we would love to have you on the show again. Obviously, we'll take another bong hoon here, like Curtis was saying. Yep, we're gonna take another bong hoot, but take it at home if you got a bong bowl. Well, not a bowl. Bowls are bad now. We know that now. Take yeah. a bong, a joint. Unless you're using hempwick. <laughs> Unless you're using hempwick. <laughs> Safely consume marijuana at your own expense. Let's blaze it, buds. Yeah. Mm. That is tasty. I gotta say it every time. I can't not say it. You're, my brain you're just, never not wrong. It's... I know. My brain just goes, say it. And I have to. So, yeah. I no, mean, so that's... The same as eating a delicious piece of food. You know, oh, when you yeah. eat it, your body just naturally is like, mmm. Mm. Speaking of which, I speaking of which, I may, I may from now on on the podcast, I may adopt your uh, your advice of inhaling through an unlit joint to get that flavor profile and see. What... I think we're gonna start adopting that. And yeah, just hell, see. that that sounds that's a fantastic idea. You may have potentially just altered the format of this show. Well, remember, Shank, we're also gonna be taking a fifteen minute free consultation to learn more, right? Uh, I'm sorry. What was the website, Xen? Uh, go ahead and plug yeah. anything yeah, you want. I was right going to say, yeah, plug shameless plug time. Go nuts. Go nuts. Thank you so very much for having me today. 
My name is Tamara Lillian. My company is called Canalily Consulting. You can find me on Instagram at C-A-N-N-A-L-I-L-Y dot consulting. You can email me cannalily.consulting at gmail.com or check out my website, cannalily.ca. Free 15-minute consultations are available. Happy to chat with you and uh, discuss how I can meet your personal or or professional uh, cannabis-related objectives. There it is. Thank you so much. And yeah, we'll have links below to every single thing she just mentioned in the description right down there. You guys, please click that. It would be so great. It would be like the bestest. You'd be like doing all of us buds a favor if you click that link. Check it out. Absolutely. And with all of that being said, I think we will roll one for the road. And we will see all of you next week on the Good Buds Podcast. Later, buds. Later. Cheers.